Attention, all troops. He's alive. Alive. Welcome to the Reverend. I had had exposure to the Sega Master System as a kid. had played it a lot at my friend's house, but I had pretty much stuck with Nintendo and my Atari systems. This was about to change, though, when I heard that the Sega Genesis was coming out. We had video game stores in all the malls in my area, and I had watched footage of Sonic the Hedgehog being played, and I couldn't keep my eyes off it. I would sit there watching this blue hedgehog run around loop-de-loops, and something you should know about me, I am a complete sucker for loop-de-loops. So I started saving my money, and when the Genesis came out, I got it. And the game that I played the most was Sonic, and not by any small number. I played Sonic almost exclusively on the system. It was probably a year before I bought another game. I enjoyed it so much. Now, Mario had come out when I was a lot younger, and he had evolved gradually. Sonic was created to be a mascot, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. To me, he seemed like the promise of new systems and new games. Plus, I loved that he was a competitor to Mario, who was the character that all my friends talked about all the time. So maybe as an Atari fan, who was still a little upset that Nintendo had taken their crown, I turned to Sega as an alternative, almost out of spite. Is that possible? Okay, I'll take that. I was a spiteful Sega player, I guess. Which is not bad, because the Genesis, or as some people call it, the Mega Drive, was a great system, and Sonic is a great character. On today's show, we're going to talk about Sonic. We're going to talk about the creation of Sonic and his universe. We'll talk about the games that he's been in. We'll talk a little bit about the voice of Sonic. We'll talk about the success of the franchise. We'll talk about Sonic outside of the video game world, and we'll throw in a few surprises here and there. We have an info-packed episode ahead of us, so without further ado, let's start the show.
Now, if you played the Sega Master System, you might know that there were kind of two mascots that preceded Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega. Now, even though they were official, they never really took them to the level that we would see today with these mascots. The first official mascot was the character Opa Opa from the game Fantasy Zone, which is a shooter, a very colorful shooter that's a lot of fun to play. By the mid to late 80s, Opa Opa, who's a generic sort of spaceship, would be overtook by Alex Kidd, who was probably best known for the 1986 game Alex Kidd and Miracle World for the Sega Master System. As time went on, Sega started to see that they needed a character that could compete with Nintendo's Mario. So they turned to their AM8 research and development department, and they came back with some concepts. Their original ones included an armadillo, a dog, a Theodore Roosevelt lookalike, who would later be reutilized as Dr. Robotnik, and a rabbit. Now, a lot of these concepts would be used in other Sega games later on, but none of them seemed right, so they went back to the drawing board. And after some revisions, Naoto Oshima had created a spiked hedgehog, who was initially codenamed Mr. Needlemouse, and people loved him. This would become Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic would be blue, and the blue was chosen to match Sega's cobalt blue logo. His shoes evolved from a design inspired by the boots that Michael Jackson wore at the time. Now that they had a character that they thought could compete with Mario, a group of 15 people started working on the first Sonic the Hedgehog game. They started calling themselves Sonic Team. The original concept had Sonic with fangs, and he was in a band with a human girlfriend named Madonna. However, Sega of America saw this, and a person named Madeline Schroeder, who calls herself Sonic's mother, asked that they soften the character up for the American audience by removing those things. This caused a heated debate within the Sonic team. They wanted to keep Sonic the way they had envisioned him. Later, most of the people on Team Sonic will admit that these decisions and changes were really good for the game. Now, although they would come to an agreement on what Sonic should look like in their original game, his appearance varies greatly depending on the video game he's in and the style in which he's drawn. The original design was very short and very round, which allowed him to roll. So he had kind of short quills, round body. He also didn't have any visible irises. The original artwork for this packaging of the original Sonic the Hedgehog was drawn by Akira Watanabe. And most subsequent Sonic games feature designs based off his original package design. As Sonic has moved forward, he's gotten a bit taller. And if you look at him outside of the realm of video games, it's hard to even gauge if it's even the same character. He varies so much. Now, according to official Sonic material given out by Sega, Sonic is a character who is, quote, like the wind, a drifter who lives as he wants and makes life a series of events and adventures. Sonic hates oppression and staunchly defends freedom. Although he's mostly easygoing, he has a short temper and is often impatient with slower things. Sonic is a habitual daredevil hedgehog who is honest, loyal to friends, keeps his promises, and dislikes tears. He took the young tails under his wing like a little brother, but is uninterested in marital proposals from Amy Rose. In times of crisis, he focuses intensely on the challenge, as if his personality had undergone an astonishing change. That is exactly how most people would describe me.
the Hedgehog. We'll be back on the USA Action Extreme Team. Danita Stokes, president of HAG. It's bad enough that Sega Genesis has the most 16-bit games, but this new Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, he really dust my doilies. They say he's incredibly fast. Well, what's the hurry, mister? Hmm? And about his attitude. Smarty pants. Why can't it be more like that nice boy, Mario? Oh, oh, little brat. Now, get Sonic free when you buy a Sega Genesis system at its new price of $149.99. Hey Sonic, let's race for a box of Honey Nut Cheerios. Race for the taste, the honey sweet taste of Honey Nut Cheerios. It's the honey nutty part of this complete breakfast. Hey Sonic, how can I get as good as you? Race for the taste. Now Honey Nut Cheerios offers you free Sega game tips right on the box, plus a chance to instantly win a Sega Genesis with the new Dr. Robotnik or Toe Jam and Earl Panic on Funkatron. Chances of winning one in ten thousand. Check mark boxes. Race back for the action on the USA Action Extreme Team. The voice of Sonic has been provided by different actors over the years. Originally, Sonic had very few voice samples. We do know Sonic's first true voice actor, and that was Takeshi Kusawa, who provided the voice for the arcade game Sega Sonic the Hedgehog. When Sonic Adventure came out, Junichi Kanemaru would voice the role. When he makes the jump to the animated series, his voice would be provided by Jaleel White. In the U.S., the first English game voice was provided by Ryan Drummond, beginning with Sonic Adventure, a role he would continue until 2004 when he was replaced by Jason Anthony Griffith, who had previously voiced the character in the American dub of the anime series Sonic X. So there are many characters in the Sonic universe. You have Miles, Tails, Prower, Metal Sonic, Amy Rose, Knuckles, Rogue, and Shadow. But probably the most important secondary character in the Sonic universe is his nemesis, Dr. Ivo Robotnik. As I mentioned early on, when they had come to the Sega Research Group to come up with a character to replace Alex Kidd, they had proposed in one of their designs a character of Theodore Roosevelt. This combined with the idea of an egg-shaped character would eventually become the basis for the visual design of Dr. Robotnik, who is referred to as Eggman. When they created this bad guy for the series, the development team wanted a character who was completely the opposite of Sonic. They wanted him to be slow and to represent machinery and development, as opposed to nature and environmentalism. In the original English instruction manual for the 1991 debut game of Sonic the Hedgehog, the characters called Dr. Ivo Robotnik. In the Japanese instruction manual for the game, he's referred to as Dr. Eggman. In the 1999 Sonic Adventure, the character was called both Dr. Robotnik and Dr. Eggman in the English version. It has been explained by Sega that Robotnik is the character's real name, while Eggman is a sort of nickname that people call him. Much like Mario, Sonic has appeared in many, many games. And I'll just list a bunch based on the time frame in which they came out. In the 8-bit systems, you had Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic Chaos, Sonic and Tails, Sonic Triple Trouble, or Sonic and Tails 2, Sonic Drift, Sonic Drift 2, Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, Sonic Labyrinth, Sonic Blast, Tails Sky Patrol, and Tails Adventure. The 16-bit systems, which are the ones that I really cut my teeth on, had 
Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and Sonic and Knuckles. You also had three spin-off games for the Mega Drive. Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is cool because it's more of a game about Dr. Robotnik, and Sonic 3D Blast. For the Genesis with the CD add-on, you had Sonic CD and Sonic Eraser. In Japan, they actually released two arcade machines, Sega Sonic Cosmo Fighter and Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, which I mentioned earlier for the voice acting work. For 32-bit machines, the following games were released. Knuckles Chaotix, Sonic 3D Blast, which is sometimes referred to as Sonic 3D Flicky's Island, Sonic Jam, and Sonic R. When the sixth-generation consoles came out, Sonic came along, and you had Sonic Adventure, Sonic Shuffle, Sonic Adventure 2, the Sonic Mega Collection, Sonic Heroes, Sonic Advance, Sonic the Hedgehog Pocket Adventure, Shadow the Hedgehog, and Sonic Riders. Even on today's systems, Sonic does not end. You have Sonic Rush, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Rivals, Sonic and the Secret Rings, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Sonic Unleashed, Sonic Chronicles, Sonic and the Black Knight, and the Sonic Classic Collection. Sonic the Hedgehog 4 is due out this summer, and it's a high-def 2D game that's very similar to the original classic 16-bit Sonic the Hedgehog. And I've looked at the website for it. You should check it out. It looks a lot like the original game, but with HD graphics, and I'm probably going to pick that up. I've kind of avoided some of the other games because the reviews have been uneven, and I think that's being kind. But I fully intend to pick up the Sonic the Hedgehog 4, hopefully reignite my romance with Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, even though there's been a lot of Sonic games, there are elements that are very common to all those games. Some of those things are rings, which is supposed to be similar to the collection of golden coins in the Mario titles. The major difference being, as long as you have a ring on you and you get hit, you live. So when that happens, your rings scatter, and you can go out and grab those rings again. Of course, some deaths cannot be prevented by holding a ring, and this includes being crushed, falling into a pit, and drowning or running out of time. And depending on the game, collecting a certain amount of rings will allow you to unlock special features or gain access to special areas. Another recurring Sonic element is the Chaos Emeralds. There are different iterations of the Chaos Emeralds in the game, but all of them have mystical powers. According to official sources, the Emeralds can turn thoughts into power giving energy to all living things, and be used to create nuclear or laser-based weaponry. So, all over the place with the power of the Chaos Emeralds. They are usually the basis for the plot of the game, and as the player steering Sonic, you're often required to collect all the Emeralds to fully defeat Dr. Robotnik and achieve the full ending of the game. How you collect those Emeralds depends on the game. As I mentioned, there have been dozens of Sonic titles, and as years have moved forward, sales have fluctuated wildly. Now, they don't have Mario numbers, but they've sold pretty well. The original Sonic the Hedgehog sold about 4 million copies, while Sonic the Hedgehog 2 sold 6 million. In 94, they released Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and that only sold about 1.02 million copies. Then Sonic and Knuckles just increased that number a bit. It would take years before you got huge numbers, and oddly enough, those huge numbers came on the Nintendo, where you had 5 million copies sold of Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, which is probably more of a Mario game. 
but Sonic the Hedgehog Mobile for mobile phones has sold over 8 million copies. So while Sonic is very well known, it's amazing that he doesn't have higher numbers of game sales. And maybe that'll change with future iterations of the game. Hey guy, you're the first serious gamer I've seen all morning. Check this out. Brand new 16-bit Super Nintendo with Super Mario World. Wow! Oh, what's this one? Oh, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog from Sega Genesis. Hey, look at these radical colors, huh? Wow, Sonic's fast, too. No, over here. I like Genesis, and it costs a lot less. We kid, that game I'll there. take Sonic and Genesis. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. More action, more speed. Sega Genesis, it's a whole lot more for less. Now, when you buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1, you'll get Sonic 2 absolutely free. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains, embarrassing bald spots, no problem. It even slices and dices, makes thousands of julienne fries. But wait, you can play it too. This free Sonic 2 is a $54.99 value. You get two Sonics for the price of one. Sonic 2 fits easily into any tackle box. Made from a space-age polymer plastic for years of family fun. And pets love it too. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. Wiener Dog Sweater sold separately. Race back for the action on the USA Action Extreme Team. As I mentioned, Sonic appeared in non-Sonic games and in TV. In Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, he's a power-up. You could find him walking around the main hallway in Fantasy Star Universe on the anniversary of his first game's release, June 23rd. He is a playable character in Shadow the Hedgehog, and he has cameos in games like Art Alive, Shining Force 2, Clockwork Night 2, Crusader of Senti, Bug, Rad Mobile, The Simpsons Game, the Incredible Hulk, and the video game adaptation of the film Tom and Jerry the Movie. Recently, he appeared as a playable character in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, which is a great game. He is one of only two third-party characters to appear in the game, the other being Solid Snake. The first animated series to feature Sonic was The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, in which he was voiced by Jaleel White. If that name sounds familiar, it's probably because Jaleel White was Urkel on Family Matters. The cartoon was a comical take on Sonic and Tails' adventure, battling Robotnik. In the darker, more serious Sonic the Hedgehog, not to be confused with the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic was again voiced by Jaleel White. In this universe, he lives on planet Mobius, where he belongs to a band of freedom fighters that are trying to free the world from the iron-fisted tyranny of the evil dictator Dr. Robotnik. Sonic Underground also had Jaleel White return to voice Sonic for the third time. He also voiced Sonic's siblings in the game. Sonic sang in this version of the show, and his singing voice was provided by Samuel Vincent. This is the only Sonic the Hedgehog series with European origins. It was co-produced in the U.S. and France. Sonic X was an anime show in which Sonic is teleported to Earth by Chaos Control. While on Earth, he befriends a boy named Chris Thorndike, and in this series, he was voiced by Junichi Kanamura in the Japanese version and Jason Griffith in the English version. Sonic Night of the Werehog is a short film by Sega's VE Animation Studio and was released to coincide with the introduction of Sonic Unleashed. In the film, Sonic and his pal enter a haunted house and must deal with two ghosts who are trying to scare them. 
Sonic also appeared in comic books. His first comic book appearance was in a promotional comic printed in Disney Adventures magazine, which established a backstory for the character involving the origin of his color and his ability of transformation. It also showed the transformation of the kindly scientist Dr. Ovi Kintabor into the evil Dr. Ivo Robotnik. There are American comics published by Archie Comics, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic X, and Sonic Universe. They're based on the settings established by the earlier animated TV series. In Britain, you had a Sega handbook, Stay Sonic, which was produced in 1993. You had four novels published by Virgin Books between 93 and 94. And you had a comic book, Sonic the Comic, which ran from 93 to 2001. In France, two comic books named Sonic Adventures were published by Cyrene in 1994. Sonic has also been featured in two different manga books. One series was called Sonic the Hedgehog and featured a story about a normal boy named Nicky who can change into Sonic. The other was a compilation of short stories and was separated into two volumes, the first being called Dash and Spin and the other called Super Fast Sonic. Sonic is Sega's mascot and one of the key reasons for the company's success during the 16-bit era of video game consoles. He's a recognizable video game character, and in 1996 was the first would be the first character to have a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. In San Francisco, they have the Walk of Game, and Sonic is one of three characters who were inducted in 2005, along with rivals Mario and Link, both from Nintendo. According to Ken Below, Sega's associate brand manager, Sonic's appeal endured because the character is a gaming legend, first and foremost, who originated from a series of games that defined a generation in gaming history, and his iconic personality was the epitome of speed in the early 90s, pushing the limits of what gamers knew and expected from high-speed action and platforming games. I couldn't agree more. While I might not buy every Sonic the Hedgehog game that comes out, I always look forward to seeing what Sonic has on the horizon. And while I have my doubts as to how good a game might be or not be, Sonic holds such a special place in my heart that at least I'll always consider buying that title. And I guess when you make a character up, that is probably the best thing you could hope for. A rock looks so still, but is it? The rock is made of tiny, invisible particles called molecules. These molecules vibrate rapidly. The molecules are made of atoms. In the atoms, electrons whiz around at tremendous speeds. There is plenty of motion in the rock and in everything else. And that motion is energy. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, drop by the website at www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at facebook.com slash retroist and twitter.com slash retroist. If you'd like to discuss Sonic the Hedgehog, the Retroist has a forum. We'd love to hear from you, so drop by the Retroist forum at www.retroist.com slash forum. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend. Inconclusively, motion, motion everywhere.
clouds and jumping beans, roses and evergreens, dishes and silverware. Moving continually, are proving conclusively, motion, motion everywhere. Take a look at me, what are you sure to see? Muscle, skin and teeth and hair. Continually, they're proving conclusively motion, motion everywhere. Sega. This has been a retrospective production. Goodbye.